What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Major League Baseball regular season coming to a close. It's coming to a close. There's about nine games left in the regular season. We're starting to see who's going to be clinching those divisions, who's going to be the number one seeds, who's going to be the wild card teams. There's just a lot to look forward to this month in October for postseason baseball. And the road to the World Series is finally here. Finally, we get to see some postseason baseball, which is the best baseball all year. Because I don't know about you guys, but it's very hard to watch the regular season until the end of the year. I've been watching more regular season baseball these last couple weeks because it's getting close to the postseason and these games mean more. But in the beginning, I mean, I can't really say I was really um, heavily following it, not going to lie, because there's just so many games and it's just really hard to watch during the regular season, but I try to watch when I can, but we're going to start this episode off with my take of the day. Now, my take of the day is that Abner Doubleday did not invent the game of baseball. It was Daniel Adams. Now, Daniel Adams is called the father of baseball and Abner Doubleday. He is considered the guy who invented the game of baseball. Now, before we get into that, the game of baseball was invented in 1839. Now, 1839, the United States was divided into the North and South, and we were in civil war. So just to kind of make sure everyone knows what kind of time we were in at that period and how that country was at that time, the United States was very different from it is now, obviously. But Daniel Adams invented the game of baseball because he had the most influence on the game and how the rules were created and how the game of baseball should be played when no one thought anyone invented the game. The Knickerbocker Club of New York really gets the credit for enforcing the rules and creating the rules of the game of baseball because they created the foul lines, you know, the certain amount of paces to get from uh, certain bases, and then the three-out rule. I mean, that's pretty basic rules to be honest in the game of baseball that still exists to this day but they get a lot of credit for making the rules for the first game that took place in 1846 which is about seven years after the game of baseball was invented but the game of baseball first game in 1846 didn't just have the knickerbocker rules in it but it had cricket rules in there as well Now, we all know cricket has a pitcher and a hitter. Now, I don't really know an insane amount about cricket, but all I know is that the base of cricket, the basics of cricket, still exists in today's game of baseball, which is the pitcher and the hitter. Those are the two basic things. And it's the stick and ball game. They called it the stick and ball game back in the day. That's what they called it in the 1800s. That's what it was called before baseball, stick and ball. And... I mean, it still is technically stick and ball. Now it's just bat and baseball. It's just more official. But the game of baseball was invented by Daniel Adams. There was just a lot of things. I mean, I was reading a lot of articles about this, and I just it just didn't seem to be clear that Doubleday was the inventor of baseball. It just didn't seem clear, and it didn't seem to have a lot of information about him being the inventor of baseball and really contributing to the game. 
So it really just made sense for me to say that Daniel Adams is the inventor of baseball because they did call him the father of baseball, which means that, you know, he founded it basically founded it. But I mean, the game of baseball has been around for a long time and this season has been extraordinary, but I want to talk about Aaron judge because Aaron judge, in my opinion, is the MVP. I don't care about Shohei Otani. I mean, his team sucks. He should not win MVP if they don't make the playoffs. Now, if the Angels make the playoffs and are actually good, that's a different story. But the Yankees are 93-58, and 58, and Aaron Judge is leading the league in home runs, and he's leading the league in batting average, he's leading the league in OPS, and he's leading the league in RBIs. He literally is having the best season any baseball player has had in such a long time. He's about to get the triple crown for crying out loud. He should be unanimous to win MVP this year. It shouldn't be close. But what he's doing, besides the home runs, is honestly impressive to me. Because, yeah, everyone sees the home runs and the glitz and glamour and all that. But he knows how to hit the ball and get it into play regardless. Now, he just hits it so hard. That's why he hits it out of so many ballparks. But he always puts the ball in play. And he's a very directional hitter. I mean, he can hit it to left field. He can hit it to center field. He can hit it to right field. You don't see a lot of right-handed hitters or left-handed hitters being able to hit it everywhere around the outfield. They can only usually hit it to one side, which is very special and unique about Aaron Judge's game because most players can't do that. And this year, he's really showcased a lot of his just baseball IQ. Yeah, he does have a lot of natural talent, but He's been very fun to watch this year, and I can't say the Yankees are the one of the best teams in baseball without him. Without Aaron Judge, they're going to be still decent. I mean, they're still they still have good players, but without him, definitely not going to be the best team in the American League East. Definitely not going to be winning their division, which is why Aaron Judge should be MVP. But there's just a lot of good teams. I mean, there's so many teams that can really win the World Series this year, in my opinion, but... I said this in February. I literally wrote an article about this in February. And if you guys have not read this article, please, and please, please go read it. Because I literally posted this article about the New York Mets winning the World Series in February. And you guys can say, oh, no, he didn't. Go look at it. Because I don't think you guys have looked at it. And I'm going to give you a little glimpse of what I said what I said about this team, the title of this article is the New York Mets will win the 2022 World Series. Simple enough. That's my take. I think they truly will win the World Series. But I'm going to give you a couple glimpses from a couple paragraphs on here because I just want you guys to know. So the Mets squad is very talented after making multiple big free agent pickups, adding free agent star pitcher Max Scherzer to create an excellent rotation. Great pitching in the majors will win you titles. Jacob deGrom is a star in this league, and Carlos Carrasco can be the third star in the rotation. The Mets pitching has three guys that are starters that literally will help them tremendously. And then they also acquired Starley Marte, Aguado Escobar, 
who are very two outstanding players on offense. I mean, literally. And then they still have Fran- Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso, who, by the way, Pete Alonso literally had one of the best seasons of his career this year. I mean, he hit 39 home runs, which is two more than he hit last year. But he batted 270, and he had 128 RBIs, which is second in the majors. I mean, you're telling me right now that the New York Mets do not have a legit shot at winning the World Series? I mean, they're 97 and 57. I mean, come on. Like, I said this in February. It's literally because of their pitching. Like, if they didn't have such good pitching, I would say otherwise. But because of their pitching and because of what they do in the bullpen, I mean, they just have so many guys they can go to. And Max Scherzer was a huge piece to add because if they didn't get Max Scherzer this offseason, I mean, they really would have struggled pitching-wise. And then another guy that's really, really improved this year and has been tremendous is Chris Bassett. He's 15-8 and eight with 165 strikeouts with a 3.27 ARA. I mean, you telling me at the beginning of the year that he's really going to have the impact he has had and be one of the best starters on this team, you're crazy. You're crazy, but the problem is they really haven't had all their starters healthy. I mean, Max Scherzer, he has not really played an insane amount of games this year. I mean, he's 11-4. and He's been dealing with a lot of injuries, but his 2.13 ERA and his experience pitching in big-time games is why he's just such a dynamic pitcher. I mean, he was literally on the Dodgers last year. He's pitched in big-time games. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. But the thing about this Mets team that really excites me is literally their offense. I mean, Francisco Lindor is literally still the best shortstop in the game of baseball, in my opinion. And they just have so many other guys they can really go to. I mean, this team is just so loaded. And if you are telling me right now the New York Mets do not have a chance to win, you're out of your mind. You seriously are out of your mind. But... That's my. That's seriously who I think is going to win this year. Seriously, New York Mets are going to win the World Series. But there are a couple other teams that I think can really, you know, make some noise this postseason. The San San Diego Padres, San Diego Padres will do some damage in this postseason. I don't care if they aren't the best team in their division or they're so many games back behind the Dodgers. Whatever, don't care. But they still have. Juan Soto, who they got in a trade, and they still have Manny Machado, the best third baseman in baseball, and they still have good pitching in Hugh Darvish, Luis Garcia. They still have a lot of guys. Tim Hill is also a really good reliever. I mean, they still have a lot of good guys that are going to be able to pitch for them long stretches in the postseason. And depending on who they play in the postseason will depend on how far they truly, truly make it. But there's a lot of teams that aren't winning their division right now or who won't win their division right now that can make some noise in this postseason. Like the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves are still one and a half games back of the New York Mets, and they won the World Series last year. They have a legit shot to repeat as well. And they lost so many pieces. They lost They lost so many pieces last year. I mean, they lost Freddie Freeman, and they lost Jorge Soler two key guys to that World Series team, and they're still 95-58. and 58. I mean, come on now. But the Dodgers, but the Los Angeles Dodgers are 106-47. and 47. And right now, they 
probably are the favorite. Even though I think the New York Mets are going to win the World Series, this this Dodgers team is good, man. They are good. They have Justin Turner, Trey Turner, Cody Bellinger. They have Freddie Freeman. They're just stacked. Mookie Betts. I mean, when you just look at up and down this roster, I mean, it's just crazy. And then you, you, I don't even need to talk about their pitching, to be honest. Clayton Kershaw is one guy that I, I can really kind of touch on. And he's still having one of the best seasons of his career. And he's pitched in a lot of big-time games. So, I mean, this Dodgers team seriously is still probably the best team in the league. They are record-wise, but... They're probably the favorite to win. I mean, they're just so good. They're so complete. But the Astros are also another team I really think can really win it all. I mean, they've won it before. They still have Jose Altuve. And another guy that really honestly was really good for the Astros this year was Jordan Alvarez. I mean, he's batting 303, batting average, 37 home runs. And he has the second best OPS in the MLB. I mean... I mean, he's he's just, he's the best DH in baseball, if you ask me. I mean, if you ask me that, honestly. And they still have Michael Brantley, and they still have so many other guys, like Jeremy Pena. I mean, Jeremy Pena has been unbelievable this year, and they still have Alex Bregman. And then they have probably, in my opinion, the Cy, one, the Cy Young winner this year in Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander has played the best season of his career this year, and he's 39 years old. I mean... If you're telling me that Justin Verlander is going to be 39 years old with a 17-4 and record and the best ERA in the league, you're crazy. You're seriously, you're seriously crazy. I mean, over his career, I don't think he's... He's never had an ERA this good. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now, and the best ERA he had in his career was his first season with Astros at 1.06. That's incredible. But he still has the best ERA this year. And it's the second best in his career. He just continues to get better the older and older and older he gets. And he's been in the league for a long, 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 long time. And that's the thing. Like, And they still have good other good starters. Like Christian Javier. He literally plays, he, he literally plays amazing. I mean, he has 187 strikeouts this year. 187. And he went on a tear for a little bit there. There were a couple games where he was winning. He had like, I can't remember. He had like a certain amount. He had like, I can't remember how many strikeouts he had. It was like 14 like strikeouts and like, I can't remember the stretch. It was a crazy stretch. They were like comparing it to like Mike Trout hitting like, it was on part in the interruption. It was like Mike Trout hit like six home runs and like, I think it was like three or four games, and then this guy, I can't remember the stat, dang it. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many good teams this year. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just really excited. But one thing I forgot to really touch on, to be honest with you, is Albert Pujols hitting 700 club. Only four players in MLB history have ever done that. I mean, he's one of the best players in MLB history. I mean, for him to still be playing at year 22, is unbelievable. It's it, it, it seriously, you you don't see it often. And for him to be playing DH and his last season in the Cardinals uniform and a baseball uniform in general to be with the Cardinals is very special. And he's going to be able to get to play in the postseason. 
I mean, seeing Pujols do this for this long is just, it's, it's something I never would have thought I would have seen. And for him to leave the Cardinals in 2011 and for him to be back here 11 years later in St. Louis, it's truly special. And he's truly getting this farewell to where he deserves, but for him to hit 700 homers in his entire career, I mean, it's just a it, you don't you don't you don't see that often. You you really don't see that, and it's it's very special because Albert Pujols is one of the best first basemen in the history of the game. But the Cardinals, I mean, they're they're, they're kind of underrated in my opinion. I mean, they have 89 wins and 65 losses. Um, they've been pretty solid, but they have a lot of good players. And one guy that really stands out to me on the Cardinals roster is Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt, probably top three for baseman this year, in my opinion. He has 112 RBIs. He's fourth in the league in that. And then he has the second best batting average in the league. I mean, this is the best season he's had. This is the best season he's had in his entire career. I mean, if you say otherwise, you're 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 seriously crazy. Like this is the highest batting average he's ever had. This is the highest slug he's ever had, and this is the highest OPS he's ever had in his entire career. And he has a forty percent on base percentage. I mean, just a remarkable season this guy is really putting up. I mean, just absolutely remarkable. And this Cardinals team is pretty young still. I mean, they still have a lot of young players and it took them a lot of time to get better and to get good again. But now they're finally back at that point where they can say, Hey, we can really compete in the postseason. We can really make some noise. And the Brewers are also another team that I think can still kind of sneak into that wild card spot. I mean, they're a little bit back of the wild card spot right now, but I mean, anything can happen in this game, but the national league, in the American League are just both stacked. I mean, the American League in general, they have the Astros, you got the Yankees, you got the Blue Jays, and then you got Cleveland, which I don't no one's talking about Cleveland. I mean, I don't really know if Cleveland's gonna do much, to be honest. I mean, they still have Jose Ramirez, um, who is one of the best third basemen in the MLB, and he's played in the World Series before. So, I mean, he's been there, he's been there in those big games, and he's really leading this team he's been probably the the voice in this dugout all season long because they have a lot of young players a lot of young talent and for them to still be competitive with losing francisco lindor and a lot of those players from that 2016 world series team i mean they just have really bounced back in a way i really didn't think they would but they already clinched their division and the Astros clinched their division. And then the Dodgers clinched the playoffs like a month ago for crying out loud. I mean, they have, I just don't know who's going to win. I mean, I think the Mets are going to win because I'm a little biased to my article I wrote because I need that to happen. But I mean, the Yankees have a chance. I mean, they, in, in my opinion, I was watching the Yankees the other day and they still have Josh Donaldson who everyone forgets. He used to be one of the best players in baseball. He used to hit homers on the Blue Jays. I mean, do you not remember in 2015 when he hit 41 home runs? I mean, come on, on the Blue Jays? I mean, everyone forgets about that. Seriously, like, I mean, yeah, he's getting old. He's 36, but he's still good. And then you got Anthony Rizzo, who's been on 
he's been on a World Series team already, so he brings that experience in. And then you got Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton is a stud. This guy is honestly unbelievable. I mean, for him to be doing something like this and hitting the ball as consistent as he has been doing it, it's just honestly remarkable. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge on the same team is just so stacked. I mean, can the Yankees seriously do something this year? Can the Yankees really take that leap? Because they lost in the second round of the playoffs last year and they to the Red Sox, and they were literally so talented. Every single year, I swear, the Yankees always choke. I really want to see the Yankees go deep in this postseason because, first of all, I want to see Aaron Judge hit a bunch of home runs. But second of all, I mean, they're just such a good team. They should have super high expectations for themselves, as they do. But the Yankees, they need to make a run this year. And honestly, I feel like I would be disappointed in the Yankees if they didn't even make a World Series appearance. Just my opinion. And something I really want to see happen is the New York Mets and the New York Yankees in the World Series. Now, that would be something else. Just take a subway over to each World Series game. Boom, boom, boom. Go back and forth from the Bronx to to City Field. I mean, just go back and forth, back and forth. That would be an exciting series. That would be crazy. That would be so crazy for the city of New York. Um, but this is going to go ahead and do it for today's episode of the Take Podcast. I really hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. I really enjoy making these Um but make sure to follow me on my social medias on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so you do not miss out on any more episodes. And also hit that notification bell on Spotify and follow me. I know you guys don't do that. So please hit that notification bell so you get alerts when I post a new episode. And um, this is going to go ahead and do it. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.